Today's episode is part three of What is Music? And we are going to be talking about harmony. Last week, we discussed a bit what happens when you add a second a melodic line with the first one. We end up having intervals. Now we're adding a third one and we are getting what we call in music harmony. And it's so important. Harmony is, is like the whole background of music because in music we only have a melody the foreground it's like when you take a picture of someone he's in the middle the person and the background which is all the trees and the scenery behind is the harmonic structure that is going all the chords and all the harmony is in the back so it's so important to understand what is harmony and the chords that comes out of that So when we talk about harmony, you we will notice that sometimes we add three notes together and they sound beautiful together. We add them together some other times and those three notes, the combination of those three notes just doesn't sound pleasing to our ears. So we started to observe and study to see what is the reason for that and the birth of music theory and the fundamentals of that all came out from observing in the old times people started to make rules of what you can do and what you can put together at three notes and then it expanded to four and five and six and more but usually it's three four and five that is also almost the maximum if you have more notes it's basically a repetition of the same notes so The fundamental chords that we have in harmony is just three notes. Uh, I won't be discussing the theory of it right now. We will just be talking about uh, what we perceive as humans that's pleasing. What is the combination pleasing for us? Being pleasing or not is usually attributed to the relation between the vibrating strings or vibrating notes. Um, sounds, pitches. So we find that uh, by analyzing why two notes that sound together are pleasing or not pleasing, it came down to some mathematical relationship between those two waves and their length and how they vibrate and interact together. So to have a pleasing sound. Sometimes non-pleasing sounds or effect of those notes together also may, is part of making music uh, because they create a tension uh, which is unpleasing and that basically moves the music into uh, something uh, more pleasing. Example, in summertime when you're hot and you're sweating and you really want to jump in a cool pool, the state of being hot and unpleasant uh, is really released when you jump into the pool and you cool down if you weren't hot and not comfortable in the in the hot summer jumping in a pool may not be as pleasing so we're using the same thing in music we are giving you some pitches that together sounds disturbing if you just listen to them they are annoying they're not pleasing but we follow them by jumping in the pool which is playing something really nice and comfortable by itself so that creates tension and release and it creates a forward motion of where things needs to go there's some uh, intervals in music in the old days that was so annoying that the 
the church or the musicians at the time, they forbid you to play. They call it the evil. It was the evil sound. It's so dissonant. And and it was forbidden to play. You just can't play it. It's from the devil. So that's the tritone. The tritone was forbidden to be played in church, by the church, uh, because it's so unpleasing. In today's music, of course, intervals are used, as I said, in jazz specifically. There's a lot of tensions, a lot of extra notes, uh, extensions for the basic chords, which are basically just three notes. We add fourth, we have seventh, we have many combinations. They're just like... Uh, salt and pepper on your basic chords, which are only three notes. So don't forget that sometimes when it doesn't sound good, if it's in a different context, it will still sound good. It's the same as you won't just eat an onion or just drink hot sauce by itself, but when you include it in your dish, it adds a lot of taste and it's needed. Exactly. Same thing. Those passing, sometimes we call them passing notes, which are not pleasant as an interval between the notes before or the chord that is dissonant with each other with the previous one creates, as I said, some tension, creates some motion, some movement towards something else that is jumping in the pole example. So now that we understand a little bit what is a chord, uh, let's talk about uh, putting chords one after the other. And that's what we call a harmonic progression. And this is a sequence of notes, again, but with a specific purpose. And again, they analyzed the way things work, and they found out that certain combination of chords sequence is pleasing. And every piece of music have an underlying chord sequence. And that, by the way, is not copyrighted. That means you can take any song, chord sequence, and use it for yourself and write your own songs. There's hundreds, thousands of songs that are using the exact same chord sequence. And you cannot, well, you can, but you don't need to invent the wheel again because almost every chord sequence have been done before. And really what people comes out with, I invented the new, and you don't really invent a new chord sequence, it's all been done. You invent some voicings. That means the chord itself, structure, could be a little bit different and sounds unique and new and fresh. And because you did it in a certain way, it gives a certain signature. Uh, maybe also the melodic line that is implied inside the sequence of those chords, you also may think that you came up with something that was not done before. But as I'm telling you, all chord sequence uh, have been done before. And there, if you go online, you will find libraries and libraries of chord progressions. So, of course, the most important part of a song or a music is the melody. It's the forefront. I said it's when you took a picture of a portrait, you have the person, that's the person in front, that's what you're looking at, that's what attracts your attention is the main melody, uh, the main line. The background, which is the chord progressions, are just the background. Uh, you need a background or else it will sound very empty. Imagine a picture with a portrait of a person and no background, just white. It doesn't sound, it doesn't look good. Same thing in music, it doesn't sound good. So more than having a melody and a harmony in the background, you also, we can talk a little bit about um, the arrangement 
what does that mean? That means uh, in mu classical music, you can take a simple melody, simple chord sequence, and then you can orchestrate it. That means which instruments play what and when and how. So all of this comes together and it's organized in a nice way uh, and gives you this humongous, amazing feeling of orchestral music. Uh, when we talk about uh, pop music or jazz music, we talk about arrangements in jazz, especially uh, in pop, we call it about production because you produce a song that means you are going to arrange things in a special way, introduce different sounds and different harmonic structures here and there that will give a specific uh, result at the end of, for a pop song. So that's what a job of the producers are. And uh, for jazz, arrangement for uh, classical is orchestration, which is almost the same thing. Especially in electronic music, we're really uh, using the same principles somehow, but uh, to give um, a, a structure and, and beauty to the sound and ear candy sometimes by adding effects and sound design elements in the song. So, so you can have uh, the same melody, uh, but because the structure of the chords behind it uh, is changing, the whole feeling and the mood of the piece of music is going to be different. And sometimes you can play the same note over and over and over, but because you're changing the chords behind it, the harmony behind that uh, single note that you're repeating, and as a player, you will feel, playing that single note, I mean, you will feel like you are changing the note. But you're not really changing the note yourself. It's the harmony behind it that is changing. And then sometimes uh, that happens in pop music uh, with the bass. Sometimes you'll see that that one bass note that is changing in the background will make everybody feel that there's this uh, structure, it's a chord sequence that is going because it's, the bass player usually is playing the lowest note in all of that. And usually the lowest note defines the harmony of what's going on in the piece of music. So today, coming towards the end of our episode, we discussed a, a little bit about what's harmony and how tension and it moves and all that. Uh, next week, we have our final uh, What is Music episode, and we will be discussing how does all of this touches you and moves you. We'll see for next week uh, how that works. Thank you and see you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.